Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans, wherever you are, I hope that you are doing well. I am uh, fresh off the back end of um, a busy week weekend of competing, um, there was four of the team um, and I'm going to go into a little bit of a summary of the weekend, I think it's pretty epic um, and then a little bit into peaking the same guys and girls um, from this show to the next things that maybe if you are going to be peeking from one show to the next that I'd like you to maybe be aware of, things that you maybe haven't considered um, and how to go about it. So first things first, we had uh, a bikini girl, Jade, uh, competing on the, the Saturday now. Jade's a phenomenal athlete and has a huge amount of potential, particularly I feel in the um, the Europe IFBB scene um, for sure. She had already competed this season, her first show came third. Um, you guys know about the, you know, I did a podcast about the bikini criteria a few weeks ago. Um, and one, so she competed before, uh, done okay. And then this past weekend at Fitex, um, she was going again. Bit of a strange one. Um, we were asked by, you know, feedback from Tubers was coming a little bit fuller. So we did. Now, Jade is uh, someone that has got a lot of tissue, right? But she's bikini through and through. Um, so we entered junior bikini and we entered the open bikini class. Now, when she was in junior, um, I was thankful enough that one of my um, old, older clients, uh, when I say older, one of, one of my previous clients, should I say, uh, was messaging me and said, hey, Vaughn, um, do you want me to, to FaceTime you? This was one show that I couldn't make because I was uh, traveling down uh, to Newcastle for the show the next day. Uh, so my, my previous client did. And um, yeah, I watched it and then, the whole time, um, as they were waiting to go into the placings, the you, I could see the, the the guy on stage, the announcer, was just chatting to Jade the whole time, and I was like, right, they're they're going to move her up, thinking in my head they're going to move up to train bikini, and I just hear, oh, you know, competitor uh, number whatever it was, Jade, um, she's met the criteria for train figure, <laughs> right, <laughs> so we're going to ask her to come back and do it. And uh, I was a bit um, distraught at this point. I distraught. I was a bit, a bit angry. Um, of course, I'm, I'm not on the phone at this point. I'm, um, uh, you know, ended ended that call. Um, and uh, I'm absolutely raging. <laughs> but uh, Jade phones me straight away because uh, obviously she didn't know I was watching on Facetime to tell me the news. And I was like, she said, you know, hey, Vaughn, want me to train for? I was like, Jade, no way, like let's see like go ask them if you can do train bikini and you know what give a give fitex their due um darren who's the owner of fitex a really really good guy or one of the owners uh, he came on on the call and um i said to him i said look you know you can't throw a bikini girl in a figure class when number one she's not a figure girl she doesn't know the poses she doesn't know the routine and they, they were like oh you know we're going to get someone to come backstage and help her with the poses yada 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 um i said look i think we, you know she'll be willing to do it if you can chuck her and train bikini I said I think that's fair like Jade was always borderline she's got a lot of muscle and he went right okay that's cool chuck her and train bikini so anyway she goes she goes into train bikini she ends up coming second and that absolutely brilliant she goes in train figure having learned the poses backstage um, and whatnot, and comes second in that unbelievable right a, 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 an amazing uh, turn of events um, for her to jump in a category that'll be probably first and last time in figure but um I have, I'm, I'm of course not there and this was probably a scenario by which I wish I was because I can only imagine I was saying to my wife at the time when we were um, 
just before I was travelling down, I was like, just imagine how she was feeling at the time down there. Um, she wasn't on her own, she was with her, her, her family. Uh, but I was like, down there, you know, and, and all that happening. And I knew that if I was there, things would maybe be a little bit stressful. So that was one one situation that um, maybe I wish I was there. And, you know, it was funny, like in the, in the lead up to the this past weekend, I was saying to my wife, I went, I really hope that... Um, we have a smooth show for Jade this weekend and um, uh, everything goes like accordingly and there's no stress and blah, blah, blah. And then all that was happening and it was, uh, yeah, it is what it is, eh? But um, great, great success and, you know, she'll go again here soon. Um, so that's kind of all happening just as I'm beginning my travels down to uh, to Newcastle. And we had uh, three clients the next day in GPO. Um, that was Neil, Christina and Phil, uh, me and Neil have uh, worked together for a wee while. Um, he did men's physique last year. He came on board in lockdown 2020. So he was taking a step up to um, to bodybuilding, to novice bodybuilding and then light heavies. Uh, this was going to be Christina's first show. She was doing first timers bikini and uh, open class bikini. And then Phil, this is his second show. Uh, those of you who don't know if you go on Instagram, Phil, it was his first show um, the week the week before. Um, and he's natural and he's going into this sort of uh, untested fed. Uh, so I stayed with, uh, thankfully, um, and I'm sure he's listened to this, stayed with Neil. Incredibly grateful for the hospitality and the amazing bowl of cream of rice on the Saturday morning. Um, but it was epic to see, like, this whole weekend, everyone looked fucking insane. Like, absolutely incredible. Um, but I know that Neil's one of those guys that um, can easily stress, and I knew that me being there, he would be way more chilled, and uh, he was peeled out his fucking mind um, and when uh, when I saw him in person on the on the on the Saturday um, we didn't push more food in it was just a case of right keep going with the load um, and then the next morning it, like he just got so dry and I just looked at him every about every two hours I'm gonna say 90 minutes to two hours and we just kept feeding him and the more the more that we fed him uh, the better that he got and he ended up going on stage and uh, grabbing a win in novice. I think there was five in that class, um, which was great. It was nuts. It was the first class of the day, and you know, um, an incredibly proud moment for for him and myself. You know, he's he's sixteen pounds up stage weight uh, in one year, and that's with some chocolate knees and um, a sore back at the best of times. Um, and then he went on light heavy. Went straight straight back on in light heavies. So he was absolutely knackered. But he he came second, um, and I think that he was the most peeled guy on stage. However, he just got nipped a little bit in size, um, and the guy's midsection was just a little bit better. But you know, I'm biased in my opinion. He was the winner, but I think it was fair. You know, I think that result was fair. He just got beat on size, and that's the thing about bodybuilding. You know, guys and girls, it's not always about the most conditioned guy on stage. You know, you get you get judged on conditioning, muscularity balance, symmetry, etc, etc, but super proud of him, and then next up was Christina, Christina's first ever show, you know, shout out to Hattie, her posing coach was there also, so Christina had myself um, and her posing coach there, uh, all the support that she could need, and I think her partner was there as well, and um, she went on to grab two wins, first timers, and then uh, in the open class as well, and I think that she probably didn't expect that. She probably shocked herself, but I just don't think she knows how good she is. Um, I don't think many competitors know that really how good they are. Um, it's really, I think just us as bodybuilders, we never see ourselves as we truly are, do we? And the athletes I have, or the majority of them are very humble, but 
again, it was an incredibly proud moment um, just to see her on that stage. It's been two years that she'd been preparing for this. When she came on board, which was just after that first lockdown, it was, hey, Vaughn, I want to compete. Um, I was honest and said, look, I, I think you need more time. I think you need, you know, at, at the time I said 2022. And uh, here we are. You know, she's done her first show and got two wins. And it was um, incredible how quickly that time's passed. But to see how much she's changed in that time period as well. Um, we did a little bit of a practice prep last year. We did a wee photo shoot. So she kind of knew what was coming. But um, yeah, just... Just insane, super happy with that peak, super happy with how Neil looked as well. Um, and then there was Phil. Um, Phil grabbed a first place in uh, Men's Physique Novice. And then unfortunately we got uh, beat on size a little bit in, in the open class, which um, I think was absolutely fair. You know, uh, Phil is a natural athlete and um, was stepping up against, um, you know, in, in an untested fed against guys on gear. And uh, we just got outside. He was the most conditioned guy on stage, but unfortunately, you know, as uh, we kind of alluded to earlier, there it's not all about um, conditioning. It's it's more to do with um, balance, symmetry, etc., etc., etc. And I think in the natural phase, Phil will, Phil will do very very well. Um, but yeah, just an incredible weekend and one that I was uh, just grateful to be a part of. And another reminder of how much I just fucking love doing what I'm doing. Um, big shout out to the. Uh, the FedEx crew for um, being very accommodating on the Saturday and then the GPO crew on the Sunday. Um, great show. Uh, there was a minute of silence for uh, for um, Her Majesty the Queen, as, as they say. Um, but also, I guess, give a shout out to uh, Mac Freeman as well. He sent me a, a kind of free image of Neil that I used for Instagram. So, yeah, it was absolutely epic and um, just... It was only about, I think it was a three and a half hour drive home, but I just, the, the whole way home, you know, it's, I guess it's funny because as a coach, um, I'm happy with the success we've got as a clients, but then I'm always reviewing and questioning the decisions that I made, thinking if I had done anything differently, would have that changed the result? And, and I think that's where the, the drives home, the journeys home, I think are beneficial for me because they're reflective. And then sometimes I'll go, right, okay, I could have done that. Or other times I'm like, nah, that was the best that we could have looked. You know, for example, like Phil competed the week before. We pushed more food in. Uh, it was the best look to date. You know, it was just who showed up on the day. Um, with Christina, we've got some wicked data that we're going to use for this weekend. And then for Neil, some great data. Like, honestly, Neil's peak couldn't have went any better. Um, which, which then kind of kind of leads me on to, um, to the next portion of the podcast, which is... All of those competitors are competing again this this weekend, uh, plus Ryan. Um, Ryan, those of you that listen to this, if you go on Instagram, uh, you'll know that Ryan's had success in his past two shows, two wins. Um, so it was just giving you guys an idea of, okay, how do I personally go about um, you know, peaking for shows that are back-to-back? What do we do? We need to be aware of. Um, so that's what we're kind of going to go into in the second portion of the podcast. So there are multiple things that you need to consider when you're doing shows back to back. And I'll try and get through them all. If I don't get through them all and you're thinking, Vaughn, but you didn't mention that, then please just do, just drop me a DM on Instagram like you always do. Um, but as I said, you know, four athletes this coming weekend in UKUP, um, I'm actually going to get a, a, organize a videographer um, to, to come down and just to film the whole day. Um, that's going to be available on YouTube within you know two or three weeks of, of this weekend. So you'll get a rough idea of the behind the scenes stuff, how a show day runs, 
what it looks like from a sort of coach to client perspective um, and the things that you just don't see on Instagram. If you've never been to a show or maybe you've been to a show but you've you've never really seen what it's like for a coach and an athlete, this should give you a really good idea of um, of what that's like. So I guess what you need to try and um, understand is that you've more than likely probably put uh, some carbohydrates in, you know, to, to try and fill fill up for the stage, regardless of, with, of whether you're a male or a female. So you have to understand, like, right, do you have enough time to pull back down? Me personally, what I like to do is I try, like to try and get those athletes as close to baseline as I can before loading them into the next show. And by baseline, I mean not necessarily back to their lowest weight, but round about there, thereabouts with, you know, um, let's say half a kilo or um, maybe even a kilo and a half, depends on if they're holding, still holding some fullness, right? It's I guess it's the, the proximity of the shows. So like, for example, um, this was a Sunday show and then this coming show is a, is a Saturday. So it's not a lot, not a big turnaround. Whereas if you had Sunday to Sunday, you've got that extra day. So... I might like understand with, a, with with maybe some of them, they're not going to get close to baseline because there's still like there's just not enough time to completely flatten back down, and that's okay. That's just something that you need to be aware of when you're loading, um, and the load might need to be different. So, let's have a, a discussion about the different sort of strategies I, I perform with them all um, this coming past weekend. Uh, Jade, we went 400, 400, 300, and then her show was... Actually, you know, Jade's not competing this weekend, so I guess that, that's irrelevant. But we went 400, 400, 300 gram of carb, and then she competed on the Saturday. For the likes of um, Neil, we went, like, I think it was 850, and then 900. Um, that was two days before the show. For Christina, I think we went 350, 300... 250 um there thereabouts fill was like 600 550 400 so some of the what you just heard there was that was me referring to just total grams of carbohydrates i'm not not going to go into fats or proteins but so what you were hearing there some sometimes i was doing things over three days with some athletes right whereas we then look at the close proximity of the show and say, right, do we have enough time to, to pull back down? I think I personally go in my head, right, it just makes more sense in my head to load over the two days rather than the three. The three days, why you do that is you've got a leeway and decision. You can go either way on that third day. If you push more in or you pull back. Whereas in this scenario with a couple of them, what I'm doing is saying, right, rather than do that over three days and have that like moderate day, we're just going to go more aggressive day one. We're going to do that on Thursday normal load on the friday and then the shows on the on the saturday so different strategy but it allows because you've not got that that day you then sort of take away that moderate day if that makes sense but you have to understand right you've um you've maybe put you've put carbohydrates into um into the system for getting getting fuller so we're going to try and flatten back flatten back down so what that's going to mean is that cardio is probably going to need to be put back in, maybe some non-weight-bearing ones so that you're not getting as uh, much inflammation, etc., um, etc. Et we also need to consider food. Um, before you loaded, before you carb-loaded for that previous show, um, do you go back to that baseline? Um, do you go a little bit below? It's, the answer is always going to be it depends. It depends on how the look is um, the day after. So with those athletes... 
at night on the Sunday. I sent them all kind of what I thought we'll do for the Monday, but I said still check in and let me know your weight, blah, blah, blah. And then, then the next day I actually changed some stuff. I actually reduced um, some cardio or uh, manipulated food um, versus what I'd actually done the night before. So you always got to check. Um, it's always going to be person to parent because effectively what we're trying to do is we're trying to flatten back out. Now, if you're listening to this, you don't need to always flatten back out. You might say, Vaughn, could I not just hold that fullness up my food and just hold that look the whole week and then not load? Of course you can. There, there's, there, you know, there's so many different ways to skin a cat, as they say. I don't like that phrase because I have two cats, but it's a phrase everyone can relate to. But of course you, you can do that. Um, so my, uh, my, my strategy is always try and pu- pull you back down because as I pull you back down, I know that you're going to become you're a bit more insulin sensitive, you're going to feel easy, feel easier. Um, and we've we've done that process before and we know the result. And if that result got us wins and placings, then we'll do that. Um, but of course, there's different ways that you, that you can do it. Um, but then there's other things that you have to consider as, as well. For example, you know, if you've used natural diuretics, it's all good. But if you've used maybe some, some sort of pharmaceutical diuretics, you have to understand that the, the close proximity of the shows, well, after that first one, there's going to be a bit of a rebound with water. You're going to be holding a little bit of water and you have to think, do you have enough time to drive through that water? Um, which the answer is usually yes, it's it's doable, um, but it's always quite tight, right? So you get an initial big sort of uh, weight increase on the scales and then the days that subsequently follow, there's boom, there's big drops, big drops. Now, you maybe never fully return to baseline, so then you're kind of caught in a loop of, okay, you need to then use diuretics for that next show as well if you want to then actually pull all the way down. But it's absolutely doable, no problem. Um, you just, if you're experienced with them, um, then it's all good. If you're not experienced with them, then I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't consider touching touching those sort of things. And if you're, if you're not a really muscular guy, please don't use pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical diuretics. Um, they're not needed. In, uh, in any female class in my opinion um, maybe not even need, not, not needing a men's physique either really it's ju- just the big muscular guys I would say um, but other things that I guess maybe you need to be aware of as well is that let's say that it is um, it is your first show and you have done incredibly well your family might be there um, your friends, your partner whatever it is they want to celebrate. They want to celebrate your successes. They want to go and, and get and have food or have a drink or whatnot. Well, if it's a show on a Sunday and a show on a Saturday, like I'm really sorry, you can't just go and eat whatever the fuck you want. I think it's 100% okay to have a free meal. And I gave all the athletes a free meal on Sunday. Um, I just said, look, can you just be conservative? Like I'll say, I'm giving you a free meal, but I'm not going, I'm not going to say go have a, a burger and chips and cookies and ice cream and whatnot. I'm saying go away and have something nice. So I think like with with one of them, I was like, look, go away and have a Nando's. That's cool. Um, another client was like, look, there's this like Lebanese place and it's good meats and breads and stuff. I'm like, yeah, cool, go have that. Um, so again, it's just, I think from my end, I'm like, right, I want to hit, like I understand that foods and enjoyment and that whatnot, celebration, like that's it's needed, that's normal. Um, but just being conservative. Whereas if you had a show a couple of weeks later, then you can kind of get away with right look go eat whatever the fuck you want relax a little bit don't worry about it whereas if you want to then do if you want to do well the next week like let's say if, you, if you've won and you want to then win again or you want to place again like you got to be conservative that night before because otherwise you then maybe are ch- like if you binge you're then just chasing your tail trying to pull down um 
back to baseline. Whereas if you're conservative, like I had a couple of those athletes checking this morning. Now our original plan was like, right, do cardio up until uh, do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, pull out for Thursday. And some of them checked in this morning, like right, last day of cardio today just because they were conservative on that night. So it's meant that we can pull cardio earlier, the physique can get fresher, they're already back at baseline, we can up food tomorrow, we could cruise in tomorrow, etc., and then push food on on Thursday. And it's just a better scenario rather than trying to chase your tail. And I guess if I'm if I'm thinking about the one thing I suppose that's maybe maybe most not not obvious for many, but definitely obvious for myself having competed in multiple shows last season is I think that sometimes that when we do close with the uh, shows with this uh, such close proximity that the wins and the placings um, are often not as I'm not going to say they're not enjoyed but they're like they're a little bit overshadowed because you have the, the moment you win the night and then all of a sudden it's like boom right back on the plan back on the stairs or back on the cross turn or whatever the bike pulling back down for this show in a few days and and your mind sh- somewhat shifts i use a phrase and, and a lot of you that follow, that listen to this follow me on instagram saying that yesterday's results are yesterday's results and we think we like we, that's so true because if we just this is now a couple of days post show if we were still focusing on those results that have been we wouldn't be at our best for this coming weekend and we're always trying to improve and get better whether that is get leaner or maybe from the data collection from the show before and do things a bit differently present the look a little bit differently whatever it is like come in each show that little bit better and unfortunately when we do that we never look back and reflect until it's all over right so if you're someone that's listening to this and you're doing two three four shows and you're going boom 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 right you'll enjoy it and you maybe reflect a little bit but it'll really hit you probably more so emotionally when it's all over. Probably after your last show. Let's say you've done your last show and maybe you, you did all right, you got places or whatever it is. Then you, you know, maybe in that scenario, that's when you've just, you know, it's not been a rush post show. You've not needed to jump in the car and get home because um, you got to, you know, go do cardio and train the next day. You just went, right, actually, we're staying an extra night um, at the. Uh, at the place that you know we were, we were the night before you go out for a meal you get sort of dressed up or you put some kind of quote-unquote normal clothes on um have some downtime and, and it's, it's during that meal that you'll reflect and you'll chat about the season and you'll just you'll be like whoa i can't believe i went and did that i can't believe it's all over and um, it hits you really hard i remember sitting uh, my last show last year was Liverpool, um, sitting with my wife, um, having a, a meal, our first meal out in a long time. Um, the shows were over, won the last show, it was great. And um, it was only then I was just like, whoa, where the fuck did that month go? Um, and I, again, as I said, just being reflective on um, how, how things were. For me, I'm I'm a very emotional person. I wear my heart on my sleeves and anyone that's close to me knows that. If you've um, listened to podcasts before, you'll hear me talk about you know, welling up at shows or crying and whatnot. I'm I'm not I'm not ashamed or afraid to say that and I was definitely that little bit emotional, um not at that meal, but definitely post show. I remember once I'd been off stage for the final time last season, uh, just found my wife, gave her a hug and just burst out crying. Um just very thankful for her support and grateful for her to you know, what for everything that she does and um, it just kind of all came out in that one moment. Um so yeah, and th- but then it wasn't like that the shows before. The shows before it was very much right, what I need to do 
for the shows next week. So for me, it was like just protein and fats the rest of the day for most of the shows. And it was like, right, getting back to the airport or getting back on the train, getting back in the car and driving up the road, just thinking about it, right, I need to get tighter for next week or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's the, if there's one drawback for from doing shows to shows to shows, I think that'd be it. There's, there's a group of people out there in the industry that will tell you, oh, you can't do shows back to back, you'll burn out and you'll do this or you do that. Like, that's only the case if you're with a coach or, you you, you know, that doesn't know what they're fucking doing. Like, um, that's going to annoy a lot of people. That's going to upset a lot of people. I don't fucking care. Like, if you know what you're doing, it's easy to do shows back to back. You just, it's how you manage your athlete. It's how you manage um, their nutrition, their food, their mental state, the support you give them, the plan you've got in place. Like, if they're ready they're ready but if you're trying to like get leaner a lot leaner from show to show like you just there's no point get ready get 100% for that first show because if you're 100% ready you just need a couple of days post show to pull back down and then boom you're ready to load or you know cruise into that second show no problem um and uh, you you see it every year like people say oh it was my third third show in a row I was burnt out and I'm like ah oh, well you probably weren't ready initially that's why you feel burnt out whereas if you've if you've done it well enough, you should be going to that first show feeling really fresh with dietary induced fatigue, um, really low. I guess there just comes a point of like mental burnout, and if you've said that and mental fatigue, then absolutely fair play. Um, you know, like the, that mental fatigue can stem from just like wanting to focus on something out with bodybuilding. Like if you have a nine to five job, um, family commitment stuff like that, then. I totally understand what you're saying, uh, but if someone says their physique burnt, but is burnt out, um, or whatnot, I'm like that's a little bollocks. You just don't know how to peak, uh, or you know, don't know how to do this properly. But if that's the case, then just just hire someone that does know how to do it properly. It's as simple as that. Um, for myself, we are needing uh, almost a hundred top threes across the brand. We have like a lot. We have 120 or 130 top threes um, accumulated across all coaches. But for me. I'm at nine to eight, um, and I think it's forty-five wins. So I'm very much chasing this season. Uh, my go- one of my goals has been to get hundred top threes and to get over fifty wins. Um, I'm confident we'll we'll t- we'll we'll tick off one of those this weekend. Um, for sure, we'll get you know we'll tick off one of those, and as the season progresses, and I'll tick off both. But um, it, as I says, it's. Uh, this past weekend was just another reminder of how I'm grateful to be part of everyone's journey. Seeing the emotions on stage and off stage after some of the victories um, is is just awesome. It's, it's, it's a feeling that's hard to describe, but amazing to be a part of uh, those moments. And, and, and equally, I think that the moments that, that don't go our way um, as a coach, it's, it's also important to be there for your athlete, to console them, to... So, you know, because because I will say that losing is losing is part of the sport, um, unfortunately, and it happens to us all. Um, not everyone can win every single show that they do, and if someone has, um, yeah, I'd be very surprised if if someone has. But yeah, uh, I think that's it for me this week, guys. As I says, I'll be. Uh, uh, I think it's in Milton Keynes, the UKP Midland show uh, this Saturday. If you are there. Please come and say hi. Um, I'll probably be in my own little bubble with how busy busy it'll be um, with the team. But very much looking forward to, to seeing everyone up there. Everyone Everyone's looking fucking incredible. Um, and I know it'll be another successful weekend. So 
wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.